Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the GAA Hour with Darren O'Sullivan on Sports Joe. Hi there, you're very welcome along to the GR with me, Darren O'Sullivan. Uh, very happy Kerry man today. All-Ireland final is over. Kerry are champions, first time in eight years. Um, I'll try and stay as neutral as I can today, but kind of hard to hide my delight. Um, delighted to be joined today by Ian McGee and Finian Hanley. Finian, we'll, we're still friends. Still friends, yeah. So I'll be grand. Um, but a uh, decent final. It was, I don't know, it's a funny game. It was a funny game, yeah. I suppose when you're kind of invested in it yeah. as a supporter, it's you know, it's Eamon will probably have a different view as a neutral or whatever it was. But um, yeah, no, look, it was it, our boys did great, they did great, they gave it everything, you know. A lot of people had them written off, you know. Kerry were six, seven points a better team, but we were right in it till the till the very end, and you know, a couple of different things that happened that changed the course of the game. But we can't fault our boys this year. They've given it everything. They've kind of come from nowhere, you know. Um, one or two, one or two key moments in the game, but I think you know, on balance, Kerry were a better team. You know, Kerry missed a good bit in the first half that they would normally get. You know, Gainey missed two or three that, you know, bread and butter to him normally. Mm. So you know, it could have been a different story if he had got those. But no, look, massive effort from our boys, and I think Galway people are very proud today. That's what all we wanted. Yeah. The result, you know, coming from nowhere, it probably would have been a bit of a smash and grab this year to win it, but. Um, I'm not overly disappointed today. I think the boys did, did brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you're a neutral. Whole, I, I whole thought it was much. a great game, Darren. I thought it was very, you know, there's some unbelievable scores there. From mm. like, I was sitting out Roy Cavanagh at the game, and there's cornerback scoring, and and we just thought the score taken is just is just unbelievable. And the thing about it from a Galway's perspective, obviously the credit goes to Kerry because they had to go out and won it. It doesn't matter, as you said last week, it doesn't matter how you do it, you just won the game. And Galway, a lot of people would have ripped them off, but they they put up a good performance, you know, and I, I know that's kind of patronising to say, oh, fair play to but they did, no one really gave them a chance and they just put up a really good performance. And, um, and at times... 
it looked like Galway were going to go on to win it. I thought, you know, if Galway can get a kick here now, to remember Comer was very, very quiet. I thought that if, if he could get a wee bit more into the game, you know, the game was there for Galway. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, going into the game, there was a lot of talk, obviously, David Clifford and Shane Walsh, and we talked about him a good bit in the show. Um, and when I was taking off my Kerry hat and you're trying to sit back and you're watching Shane Walsh in action, some of the things he was doing yesterday was incredible. But you had, like, for me, you had four just standouts. You had David for Kerry, you would um, Walsh for Galway, mm. then McDade. Like, he had four from play, could have had six. Mm. And Graham Sullivan, for me, you know, you talk about Phillips getting an opportunity and grabbing that jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start yeah. of the year, I would have had um, Mike Breen from Beaufort earmarked to start. He got a bad injury, was ruled out. Then I don't know who from Spa came in, but doing really well at cornerback, got injured. Mm. And Graham has come in, and I would have always seen him as more of a halfback anyway. So he's been playing the cornerback just every game without being outstanding or grabbing headlines. He just got better and better. And mm. Like I just looked, watched him yesterday, and they're going, "This is a fellow who looks comfortable now in his own skin, yeah. in that jersey." Yeah. And geez, his performance yesterday was unbelievable. I thought. Yeah, 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 it was. And I, I think the number two jersey since Mark O'Shea mm. has retired. I think, you know, they've, they, they, you know, they've had Tyg Morley, they've had Foley, Tom Sullivan, uh, Gavin White. They've been settled in in the other five positions, but I think that two jersey, as you said, there's been different players coming in and out, so. He, look, he really took a bite to scruff of the neck yesterday, like kicked a great score. Um, you know, Robert wasn't in the game at all. He 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 really curtailed him like so yeah, no, huge performance. Killian as well, like Killian has has, has just really just upped it this year. He's in the frame for player of the year mm-hmm. definitely. Four points, as you say, could have kicked two more. Massive, massive performance. But like that's in him, you know, that's in him. And to see it come out and there's another couple of years of that, if we can get that him leading that line you know Galway will be successful over the next few years but you're right they're the four players but as Eamon says the two boys like it was an absolute show for the ages like the scores the the the, the leap in the first half by Clifford like I think you mm. just even the players around him are just going shit what like what do we do with this Cl- Clifford you know? went up for a ball and he caught it great fetch and as he was coming down he just had the hand in the yeah, air yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. so in control and I was just thinking that's a baller there. Savage. And Shane, like Shane's point in the second, into the into the canal end, yeah. the jink and just lobs it over, makes it look so easy. Like he took on Tom Sullivan down the Hogan stand side at one stage. You know, Tom Sullivan had him, turned back, went went again and right right foot, right side. It was just an, an unbelievable score. Because like, we, we would have been, like, I, I don't know we, but I would have been critical of Shane Walsh coming mm-hmm. into it and for him to step up like that there and just, Really bring basically bring the game himself to to carry it. It's a testament to him, and it's it's great for him too because we all know that the player he is and the ability he has, and for him to showcase that on the, on the final, I was just you know you've got to give him the plaudit. Yeah, and 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 someone was talking to him during the week. I know my wife met him at the gym, and she's like, "Jesus, you're awful relaxed." You know, he's like, and he's that type of guy that mm-hmm. wouldn't. It's strange and all as it sounds. Someone was chatting to him during the week and asked him, like, are you nervous or whatever? He said to, he said to them, like, I've been dreaming of this day my whole life, mm. you know, because he's so obsessed with football. This is the biggest day of his life. So, like, he would really have enjoyed it more than anything. I saw the president shaking his hands and he was just having a bit of crack and laughing. He was so relaxed, you know, and, and, and we talk about his carefree attitude all the time. Mm. And when we're playing with him, it annoyed us at the time because yeah. we we're like, you're a superstar, man. Will you come on, come on, come on. But, like... Maybe that helped him yesterday, that carefree attitude, because he was just so carefree. And when he got 
Kerry weren't dairy, you know, there was a bit more room and when he, you give a guy like that room, he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, even though, like, obviously I was obviously there supporting Kerry, there's something so enjoyable about seeing a fella on the biggest stage mm-hmm. real trying to releasing yeah. all of his yeah. potential like it was just incredible to watch and like the score you were on about he did one into the hill like off the right a funny like Crowbark's a hard kicking field at times and the wind was we were looking at the flags and the one seemed to be swirling and it's a hard kick like even for Clifford and some yeah. of the scores mm-hmm. he got it's, it's hard kicking into that one now yeah, and like that, like for me, like I suppose there'll be the debate, you know, like like everything, you'd be chatting, should I put him on him? Should it like, because I was chatting to a few fellas before the game, were like, maybe put Begley on him. And it's all, of course, after the game, mm-hmm. him, but mm-hmm. Tom Sullivan's been our best, Kerry's best marker for the last number of years. Going into the final, I think he was in the shake-up for maybe, if he had a good final, would have been in the shake-up for player of the year as well. Yeah. Um. So obviously after... Shane puts in a performance and it's like oh should Kerry have put someone else on him but that's what I was wondering like could they have like Gavin him? Gavin White would have been must have been bad that they didn't maybe possibly switch him over now because such was Walsh's influence yeah. now so would you have I, I never really see Gavin as a marker yeah but he, even the switch it up to yeah. try and get someone someone else on him or? Well, I was chatting to a few lads during the week and I was talking about Begley because I thought Begley was brilliant this year mm. for Kerry and against Dublin I thought he was outstanding for 45-50 minutes against Kilkenny it was as quite a game as Kieran Kilkenny yeah. had mm-hmm. and he has this old I don't know what's stickiness to him and a bit of crankiness that he'd be rooting and tearing at a fella and I was thinking that might put Shane off mm-hmm. um, whereas Tom maybe doesn't do it as much but look it was what it was like yeah. Shane was on one of the tightest cornerbacks in the country and just gave yeah, an I, I don't think any of them would have marked Shane no. yesterday. You, know, well, you I, said about Clifford, it doesn't really matter. You're going to concede scores off him. 100%. And I think Walsh was in that form. It didn't matter who you put yeah. on him. Like, but I, I just thought, you know, could you have switched it up now? But like Walsh was going to come out but you know, mm. five, six points anyway. Like, so. But if you look at Walsh all year, like, and you look at, we'll talk about defensive setups. So Derry played you know, Walsh was curtailed against Derry, but Derry had 14 and 15 bodies inside the 45. And if you watch Walsh, Shane's performance that day, he beats the first man, but there's 14 yeah, other bodies yeah. in his way, so he's not getting free. But when he beat Tom Sullivan yesterday, there was space. space. So, you know, that defensive system is probably the only way you curtail a, a Clifford or a Walsh, really. You know what I mean? Mm. I know people say, oh, well, we want to go back to free form football. But if you're open in Crow Park, David Clifford's going to absolutely murder you. Yeah. And Shane Walsh is beating you for base, regardless of who you are. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and just going back, I suppose, to the actual game, the start of it, um, the thing that surprised me most at the start, and it was funny, I think all went up. Is that we were ahead, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I'd said to someone uh, back in the barge in the week, I said, it could be a weird game that Kerry could have a lot of the ball and be down 4-5-1 mm-hmm. and they did go down but it wasn't because it was ultra defensive which I actually thought Galway might do in the first mm-hmm. half it was because Kerry just looked so nervous they like, seemed to come across very nervous alright and yeah. you know you actually nearly convinced me that Galway had a chance from, from last week uh, because the ho- whole pressure was pressure, on Kerry you could feel it, and yeah. you could just feel it building and building and I thought to myself no Kerry and bother here as as Galway were kind of edging ahead, mm. and in fairness, to them they dug deep and they just they just grounded out again. Eh? Yeah, like it was like we weren't getting Shawnee on the ball at all. Paddy wasn't on the ball, and the few balls he got, you could you could nearly feel the nerves off him. He was jittery mm-hmm. around him. He was making the wrong options, and 
take Clifford out, he had a couple, he had two massive marks, and we talked about that just setting the nerves. Paul Ganey had had two wides that he'd never kicked normally, yeah. and then he caught a great mark. So the marks were actually keeping Kerry in at the mm-hmm. high ball. Um, then it was a case of, are they overdoing it? Do you know I mean? Paul got one ball, and he was in such a rush to kick it in, he dropped a shot, and Clifford ended up getting booked. Yeah, do, yeah, do that's you know? right, yeah. They just looked a bit on edge. And like you said, it was, I think, the weight of expectation and pressure and the whole, they have everything to lose here. Mm-hmm. I think it got to them, but it was a good sign of them and probably more of a testament to Jack and his management team, what they've brought in this bit of toughness to them that they just kept, they plodded along. Yeah, I, I think along. that Kerry team from three years ago lose that final. You know, when Galway got that wee mm-hmm. gap. And I just think Kerry would have just retreated back and went went into themselves and again the, pr- the wood pressure would have got to them and I, I think you know you talk a lot about Jack O'Connor and the mental side of things I think that's what got them through yesterday now. yeah I, I think so too and like I suppose I was watching um, I'd be watching Jason the sideline he's up and down and it's Keane O'Neill there and fairness Keane O'Neill probably doesn't get enough credit either like he's I, I don't know how close they are I think Joyce came out said they're not buzzing buddies and but Keane's done a fierce job with every team he's been involved in but were you surprised at how well they started Galway? Like, because they looked like a team. Like, we talked with Shane Walsh and he just looked so loose and free and this is where I'm supposed to be. And a lot of the Galway lads looked really comfortable at the start. They looked in control of what they wanted to do. They were turning Kerry over, putting Kerry down blind alleys and up the other. And then you'd Shane Walsh just doing what he was doing. Yeah. It's funny one. I, I actually thought Kerry... Bar their efficiency, I think mm. efficiency is the biggest word because we were very efficient up front when we got scores. But Kerry missed a lot. But Kerry were winning the midfield battle. We our kickout was kind of malfunctioning. Um, like Jack Barry caught one or two clean catches, pretty mm. easy. And I was saying like this is going to be a long day. When it got to half time, when we were ahead, I was thinking we're definitely going to win this match because we're not shooting the lights out or we're not playing massive, massive. There's not massive performances from everyone here. You know, Paul was poor. Damien was poor. It was kind of strange, and I think Kerry went in a half time and I'm sure Jack was saying look you're in the game here lads you're just you're just not it's not on the scoreboard so don't worry keep doing what you're doing and it will happen and obviously Kerry kicked 13 points I think in the second half did they? I think it was 13 Do you know what I mean and, and, and it goes back to the mental thing of next ball I'd say next ball next ball it doesn't matter let's let's go 75-76 minutes but um, yeah I was kind of surprised that we were ahead in the scoreboard because I thought Ganey scores those points on another day, as we said. And, you know, as you say, the marks kept them in the game. And obviously Clifford's brilliant. Then Clifford got one on the loop and he missed it. So it was it was a, it was kind of a funny first half. It was, you know, everyone was waiting for it to kind of explode a bit. But Shane and obviously David kept 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 the thing alight. But um, so Kerry had five wides in the first 15 minutes and Galway didn't have the first wide till the 32nd well, minute. Well, there you go. There you so go. So like you said, that, the efficiency was there with Galway. Yeah. And... The longer it went on, I think the first score from play, David got it after eighteen minutes or something like that. Mm. You're going, geez, nearly twenty minutes there without a score. It's just very unlike this Kerry group as well. And like you mentioned there, there was a lot of players like you mentioned the four boys, um, McDade, um, Walsh, Clifford and Graham Sullivan. Nearly everyone else cancelled each other out. Do you know, there was four massive performances, but the the rest of it was fairly even. I thought Stephen O'Brien mm. put in a great shift um, for Kerry and just I was watching I was saying to you earlier every time he comes off he's, he's gassed. dead gassed. Yeah. 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 yeah everything like he had two huge blocks in yeah. the first half one from Johnny Heaney for the goal massive one then on Conroy 
Conroy's was a big. Co- that that's the lift. That see, really see when you put in something like on, on when you look and you see Stephen O'Brien's doing that. Yeah, that's a big psychological yeah. lift. Yeah, that was something we haven't seen from Kerry that from a wing forward. No, Stephen O'Brien got on loads of ball. I thought Galway were deep in their defensive shape, a bit too deep because they were giving him a lot of ball. And Dylan McHugh was obviously tucked in as the sweeper uh, in front of the boy in front of the full back line to cover Clifford. But we were giving Stephen O'Brien. I was worried about that because as the longer this goes on, the more ball this guy's going to get. His jink, he had three or four jinks, and when one of them comes off, that's goal territory yeah. normally mm-hmm. for because he's he's good at the last pass to slip yeah. someone in for a goal. So I was worried about that, but. Obviously, the plan was there to sit deep and let him come into that honeypot and then try and turn him, you know what I mean? And maybe let him have the ball and maybe that was something they worked on on all week because if he beats you, he, he, he's great at creating goals, you know? Yeah. So he was worrying, but he was very good. He, he put in a huge, massive shift for Gary, in fairness. But like you said, there probably was something that they were leaving him get into a certain point. He kicked one good score, kicked a wide and then dropped one short mm. in the second half. So it was a case of, right, will he even get so far? Don't leave him get any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe take your chance that he won't kick three and four from play in this area but yeah. um, no I remember going in at half time then it's 8-7 and just I remember being really confused it was just a funny game I started going Kerry are playing poor but they should be winning hmm. and then it was a case of can we get more out of fellas because there were so many fellas kind of playing within themselves so many fellas hmm. that you're like going they won't be as bad in the second half you're like going they might be yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was Shawnee O'Shea injured <laughs> I was I was looking at him and he seemed to be, I don't know, he just didn't have much energy and he, he looked like a, a man. A few of them in the first half, I was like, oh, geez, the boys look tired. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes that is just the occasion, I think, and overthinking it and the pressure of the situation or whatever. But I, w- I was looking at him at half time and I was like, oh, they can't be as bad. Mm. But then I'm going, the Dublin game, the second half was very poor and that third quarter where Kerry needed a big one in this half, they've been poor in the last couple of games. So I I was very antsy at it. I, my wife said to me, she'd never seen me as quiet. My legs were going 90, <laughs> just twitching. I just, I was uneasy for the whole game. And like you come out for the second half and Paul Ganey, like there were two big calls by Jack, took Paul Ganey off. Mm-hmm. Like like we said, another I day. Thought Moran, I thought Moran was harsh. David yeah. was in bed yeah. for three days. Was that sick? I only found yeah. out after the game. Um, Tantalitis or laryngitis yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Suppose he yeah. lost three or four kgs, and he look he did look tired. But he's your kicker. He's the yeah. guy. He lifts the head. Yeah. He wants to kick it. And yet again, Kerry stopped kicking in the second half. I don't know it's a coincidence that Dave was gone. It's a bit more of a running game. But uh, when he went off, I was like, who's going to kick it? Do you know who's yeah. going to get the ball in quick enough? And when we were playing the slow ball in the first half. Galway were very good at making things awkward so you, you give Galway credit for the whites I was like, if it's like this and the wind isn't easy a couple of more whites Killian um, Splang came on and his first uh, first effort was off left off the left yeah just didn't yeah. turn it off but just went straight he always, in fairness he always tries it though he always tries always it tries. You know, but like, the yeah. next ball he gets like that's no easy kick off your bad foot yeah. going across and turning back like I was like, oh, geez, fair play to him. Like, because mm. that's a big impact as well off a sub. Then that you need, mm-hmm. he ended up getting two big scores. So like, there were big moves by Jack. Because normally you're having a bad first half. Things look, we give you five or ten minutes, and I suppose that shows the yeah. rootlessness. Maybe to say, look, it's just not your day. I'm not waiting. Yeah, Do you know. Well, that's something PJ's kind of changed on because Park 
even when he was with the under 20s he was always known to make a, a change early even before half time um, so I'm kind of surprised now the bench we were talking about the bench for the last couple of weeks mm. big difference bringing on you know we didn't have that like mm. Carl Sweeney didn't even tog for the semi-final um, because he was suspended for the slap or whatever yeah. in, in the Armagh game um, so he was back and he came on and he hasn't played all year Own Finnerty made his debut yesterday off the bench yeah. like that's unheard of do you know what I mean in, in a settled panel or whatever Billy Mannion had been coming on set up the goal in the in the semi-final didn't come on yesterday um, so a couple of kind of strange calls in that regard but that kind of shows the strength and depth that got Kerry over the line Killian's plan Adrian's plan you know Michael Burns' run at the end like pace power and, and going back to David and Paul the older boys that couple of yards of pace that come father time doesn't allow for yeah. do you know what I mean like Killian McDade was able to make quick incision take a shot whereas Paul you know five years ago Stephen O'Brien probably wouldn't have got the block and all that yeah. sort of stuff so look it, you know they're playing with their heads but in an All-Ireland final that the way it's gone it's just so quick it's like you're watching it's so fast and all the players are just pace 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 um, so you know for, for David and Paul to be out there at their at their age is, mm. is savage in itself but I just think you know, you need that little bit of an edge of of, 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 of speed when it comes to making quick decisions. Finney and talked about the, the bench there now. We we're having a debate. There's a few of us sitting in, in the seats there. And would you have taken Comer off? Because Comer, basically, he... I don't know, was it a deliberate ploy that they wanted to make Shane Walsh this, the point of the attack mm-hmm. and, like, like Comer out and, you know, free up space now? But up until, I think he caught a kick out in the last 10 minutes, mm-hmm. he, he didn't touch leather. Um yeah. I, I would say leave him on, but there was a few people sitting beside me and says, No, just you've gotta you've gotta make the call and get Comer off. It wasn't going well for Paul in midfield, so I think the obvious decision was to put Damien to midfield because mm-hmm. he can play midfield. Um and it would have suited him on a German O'Connor or Jack Barry, you know, physically he would and maybe would have caught a few kick outs mm-hmm. which would have inspired us. And and it wasn't going well for Paul, so maybe if taken out Paul and then put someone inside in the full forward line would probably have been... The, mm. I wouldn't have a direct swap because we don't have anyone to replace him, really. As I said, Owen Finnerty came on from at, yeah. at the end or came on in inside forward at the end and it was his debut. So that was probably the switch I would have made just to get him into the game a bit more. But it's funny because you talk about players building up. So the semi-final was all Shawnee Shea, Damian Comer and the two boys just didn't... They didn't. Yeah. They didn't light yesterday. Maybe that comes with the territory of you know, you know, this is the jewel, but it's not really because that pressure can pressure's mad. <laughs> you know, it does mad things. Like, but that's the thing. I think, like you mentioned, the kick out that Cormac caught. I think he had two big moments in the game, more or less right after each other. He caught the huge kick out, mm. and then he had a massive turnover. I think mm-hmm. it was on Paul Murphy. Um, and you're thinking, geez, if he comes into nowhere, it might be in a bit of danger, but. I just think he needs to be that focal point. He can't be on the fringes. Like, he seemed a bit yeah. lost because everything was, obviously, because the way Shane was playing, it was yeah. give it to Shane, mm-hmm. give it to Shane. So he just found it hard to get into it. Yeah. No, in fairness, Jason Foley... He was excellent. He was outstanding because yeah, there yeah. was... Look, there was question marks about Jason going into... Will he have the power for him? Like, Jason's a great athlete. Like, he was a hurdler to speed. Like, he doesn't... He's way faster than he actually looks because mm. he looks like he's just <laughs> gliding along. Like, he's mental fast. He had long arms. He'd get in there... But like there was question marks about whether he'd have the power and the pace to stick with Comer. Like, well, will he be bullied? But geez, he stood up to the challenge yesterday. Yeah, no, in fairness, and from our point of view, now my point of view as a a, a get a hand in defender, yeah. it was great to kind of see a lad who just you know 
boxed the ball away. He he broke a few balls. Like that's that inspires teams as well. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not it's not pretty, but like I, I'm sure when he broke the first kick out off Comer, the boys are saying right, Foley's at it today. He's gonna knock. He's not gonna give Comer a sniff. So it was it was a, an old style kind of fullback. Uh, performance, which um, but he 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 stuck to him like glue. He was all over him, and Damien, you know, he needs to get something early to get mm. it out of himself. He's not he doesn't have the biggest lungs, Damon. In fairness, yeah. he's he's more power and 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 brawn. So, I think I think Foley did a super job, super job. Even just going back to the start of the second half, Murambo Kerry's lack of efficiency in the first half. I think mm. they had only two from play. Their first five scores in the second half were all from play. Like it's a big turnaround. Like. I would have thought that Galway would have preferred Kerry kicking the ball in, you know, putting more up for grabs or whatever, but they went totally away from it, more of a running style. I mm. thought, look, that's always a slower, the ball travels faster than any man, like you think it would sl- slow the game down a bit and Galway would be able to get bodies back. I thought Kerry were going to play into Galway's hands. It, it didn't work out that way. No, it didn't. Um yeah, no, it didn't. It was, it, 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 both teams, in fairness, tactically, both teams, yeah. the managers kind of got a, both right, they played to their strengths, and when Kerry started the running game, Gavin White was getting on ball, coming up the pitch, and obviously the legs off the bench. You know, there's some defining moments. I'm sure you're, we're going to chat about them, but like, I just think like 13 points in the second half in an All Ireland final is mm. serious, serious kicking. You know, Clifford's free under pressure, like one of the best frees we'll ever see on the right hand side. You know what I mean? Just they just had that bit more when on it came that to free. It. If it's one I'm thinking of, did you think it was a free out? Hundred percent. I nearly jumped out of the stand. <laughs> was, was that the one uh, where he grabbed the arm? Yeah. I thought it was a free. Now it's a big call. You never see them given that way when a man's coming out with the ball. Yeah. yeah. I I'd be like that. Like obviously you'll always say free out. And I go, huh? No, no. It was free. just it was a big moment in big the game, mo- and they're never given. It was sixteen all, yeah. and 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 if you, I I, I think that was nearly. I wouldn't go. The whole turning point, but it was a big, big you know, big point, moment yeah. in, in the game. If then. you if you if, if you're talking about turning point in the second half, I think Gavin White's wasn't a free. Oh, the shoulder. Yeah. No. No. So way. you know it, it it evens itself out. And I'm sure Porrick is pissed off today and all that, but I'm sure he'll look back the whole game. And that that was probably another point where mm. Gavin was going like I thought it was fair. So two decisions I know we'll talk about this one but when Clifford stood up and everyone was boom going crazy yeah. and he taps the ball over the bar like, like that's, that's that's a big kick like. oh, it was, I was right in the eye line Cusick's stand of it I was going there's, there's, like, to get this under the pressure is going to be one of the best kicks we'll ever see you know and I know we're talking about jumping up, jumping over lads heads and stuff like that yeah. but, but as a free it was class to go back to the call now we get, we, we never given technically by the Letter of the law, it's 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 a free, and I think that has to be emphasised. You know, you know, Herson got the call mm. right, but you go through, you know, how many club games are going to be played this weekend yeah, yeah, or the next, yeah. and and you'll see it again. You know, some man grabs a hand, and then do you never... think Gavin White's was a free? No, no, no I don't, no. I, I don't either, and I think that, that was, was a good hit. Big, but the biggest moment, I suppose, outside of the freeze, and look, I think I thought the ref did a decent job. Mm-hmm. 53rd, 54th minute, I'm not sure now. <laughs> a bit hazy. A bit hazy, but uh, we had the ball and we had two, we had the ball on the 45 facing into the canal end and we had, it was a 3v3. We had two lads, we'll say, I think it was Conroy or Matthew Tierney on the ball on the right side heading this way. We had two lads on the left 
look at look, look back at it. Open season. This was the only real goal mm. chance we had mm-hmm. in the game. We played the. It was sixteen fifteen. Kerry. We played the ball down the right side. I think we got turned over, and they went up and got a score. And uh, Kerry went up and got a score. And you'll see how open it was. It was the best goal chance we had. And talk about fine margins. I think that was a fine margin because if we if that hand pass went left, yeah, it's a two v one. We were in and we could have got a goal and that would have changed the game. Galway would have went on and won the game. So I think as a turning point, that was my biggest turning point outside of, you know, the freeze or the freeze. And you can win some, you lose some. But that was the, a decision that could have changed Galway, could have changed the results. Could change the game. It was actually surprising how few goal chances there was in it. The only one I proper won, half chance, was Paddy Clifford's mm. in the if, second When he slipped. When he slipped, yeah. yeah. If he didn't slip, it was goal. Now, Spillane was in... And he hand passed over the bar, the two, but if he yeah. if he just straight across, that that was a goal now. But you know, in terms of the whole, probably the game was a wee bit gone from Galway at that time. Mm. But for Paddy Clifford, if he didn't slip, I think that was going the back of the net. Yeah, and even I suppose the, when you hit the ground like that, you're trying to get up so quick, and the adrenaline's mm-hmm. gone. And it was a case of put I do it more often than not, put the foot through it, and mm. if it goes in, it goes in. If not, it's over the bar. But that was a worry for me. How like and it's been a worry for me most of the year with Kerry. We haven't created. I think that's where Jack will look at next year. How can we kick on from here? The lack of goal chances I think Kerry have created this year it made me nervous. Kind of coming up second exercise, they're going. We're not kicking the lights out here now. Like you said, we got thirteen in the second half, which was massive kicking, mm. considering how poor the first half was. But I was surprised by the lack of goal chance by both teams. Not to be fair, like maybe credit has to go to the defenders for that. We needed a goal to win the match. Simple as that. And I go back to that point in the 54th minute. Like, we needed a goal. If you look at our games this year in the Championship, Johnny Heaney's against Mayo. Big moment. Goal. You know, Shane's against Ross Common. Big moment. Put us, you know, put us ahead and and get the ball rolling, you know, against Armad. Comers against Derry. You know, they're big moments in the game. So I, I felt we needed one of those and we needed a goal to beat Kerry. We were point for point. We didn't have the players or the subs to... to to, to go point for point with Kerry remember back in 2008 when we played like our subs coming on yeah. you know we just didn't have that to kick on and you brought on you know Brian Sheehan's and these guys who could just kick scores and it was the same yesterday Killian's plan is good enough to play for Kerry and when Ganey goes he should be looking for the next place Tony Brosnan didn't get a look in hmm. uh, you know Mikey uh, she, or Mike um, Burns Burns came on as well He he can kick a score so they have strength and depth and I, and I just think we needed the, if we didn't get a goal we weren't going to win the game I just felt going in like if Galway got a goal the crowd get going like we talk about the mental toughness how would Kerry, Kerry mm. have reacted to that so mm. we won them ones there obviously the lift to give the player the Galway team but how would Kerry have reacted to that um, it would have been just interesting but another big call as well was uh, Conor Gleeson got himself into a bit of <laughs> a bit of trouble mm. um, should have got a black Probably, yeah. technically. From my perspective, it, it looked like a black. Yeah. Um. Now the same. Rory was sitting beside me, and he says, "No way, no way, that's never a black." But it's black and white, basically. Pardon the pun. Now yeah. it's a, you. This is the the black card. This is the offence. And for me, Connor Gleeson committed. He should have went that time. Yeah, I thought he would. I, I, to be honest, I thought I didn't think he'd get the black, but I was like, it, it is a black. Yeah. But he got himself into a bit of. I was like, "Oh, geez, where is he after here?" <laughs> he had a, mo- <laughs> and he had a then, moment uh, in the first half as well yeah. with a, a free. free. Yeah, and and the second half, the short kick out as well went to a hot ball and yeah, 
just you there's, know, there's, there's small moments and there like, is. there's no finger pointing. No, 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 no. And there's fine margins. And yeah. as we said, if if if, if no, I, 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 I would probably blame Kier Malloy a wee bit for that. Now, listen, Gleason probably should have looked about yeah. and been a wee bit more aware, mm. but. You know, you've just got to get out in terms of the nature of the game, the way it's kind of going against you. Malloy's just got to get out. I know he was, I think he was stretching, he was cramping, but you just get get out of the area and, you know, sit in cornerback or whatever person yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah. They're just s- silly mistakes, really. Yeah. You know, concentration. Yeah, pressure, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Look, Connor has been under pressure all year, you know, in, in, in different performances. He's very good against Terry, but I think, you know, we know what Connor gives. He gives you that long kick out, you know distance and all that sort of stuff the short one he's going to have to work on he knows that himself you know to get to make Galway mm-hmm. a different team I think the when a team's push up in Galway they're they're under pressure particularly if they're not winning the midfield battle and I thought early doors all our balls were going out Jack Barry was catching David Moran was catching we needed something different and I'm not sure he was able to do that but look fine margins are fine margins and he probably deserved a black you know John Daly on, on Killian Spillane was it a free wasn't a free it evens yeah. itself out as the mm-hmm. game goes on. Disappointed and all as we are, and the boys will be this morning. And they'll be looking at that as a turning point. And I saw Skank and Cannon giving the ref a bit after <laughs> about it. But was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was. You know, obviously a few verbs and things like that. But that's heat at the moment stuff. You know, I suppose wh- when it was in the game will piss a lot of yeah. the Galway camp off. But they'll reflect on it and watch the game and they'll see that it's probably the you know it ended the right way. I think. Yeah, when you. When Galway do look back on the season, obviously, look back up to Division One, Connacht mm. title, got to an All Ireland. Will the biggest worry be how they finish games? Like they drew level in the sixty fifth minute, and Kerry got four unanswered points. Mm. How they came, maybe we'll, we'll just say irrelevant now. But it seems to be the last five or ten minutes in a lot of the games where they've struggled. So obviously, maybe that's down to being in Division Two and playing a. a lesser standard football throughout the league and being Division 1 will help them bring it on but the, finish, the way they finished a lot of games this year was edgy or like they played Mayo early yeah were a lot better than them nearly lost it left Ross come back into it Armagh was the meltdown I suppose we call mm-hmm. it and he like Derry and alright they were more comfortable but still conceded late I, th- I think over. that comes with experience you know like Galway and like, there's no offense intended here for me now, but they probably wouldn't. If you were to pick a team to get an All Ireland final, Galway wouldn't have been on my list anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, you have to remember the journey they're on, and you know, in terms of probably, I know this is the third year with Joyce. I think it is third or fourth. Third, third, third. And they they still have a good bit of learning to do Big in time. terms of yeah. you know playing at that Division One standard, and, you know, operating in the top table, and I think. We w- we won't see that as as time goes on. You know they'll learn to close the games out now. Mm. It's it's a bit of an identity crisis still because I think if you look at the Ross Common game conceded late twenty three points and then changed tact for the Mayo match. So I think we we've kind of figured out what we are now in the championship. You know we're a counter attacking team, whatever it is, and and we're settling on that. And I think Pork is going to settle on that over the winter and try and build it further. But as you know, Eamon, that's takes a full year to really really nail down I thought defensively we, we got better as the year went on but we're, mm-hmm. we're certainly not the finished article I still think there's there's way more fine tuning to do for Galway to identify themselves as we know what we're getting from Galway now whereas earlier on in the year we didn't you know Cork and Offaly came to Pierce Stadium 
or, or awfully did and could have scored seven or eight goals. You know what I mean? So it was a it was a work in progress. And it, we have to remember it's Keane only his first year. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure like when he gets a full winter again with these boys to fine tune further. But the biggest thing about Galway, and it goes back to your point, Darren, on the finish, it's the bench. We, Porrick didn't make subs until late on in games because probably doesn't trust the bench and doesn't see as much talent as, as other teams have off, off the bench. So that's something we need to work on o- over the winter. Yeah, and I suppose going to a Kerry, going back to Kerry, I suppose, and there was big talk at the start of the year and Peter Keane left and Jack got the job. He brought in Paddy Talley and look, to be fair, it wasn't, wasn't the most popular decision mm-hmm. in the in the country. Like And... Uh, be fair, like I would have always like my team about Jack is he's a winner, he's a winner, he doesn't care how he does it. But I don't think he gets enough credit. This is third stint as carry manager, it's his fourth All Ireland medal. Um, like they won the McGrath Cup this year, the National League, the Munster Championship, and the All Ireland. No, not we're not going to call it the quadruple, <laughs> but he comes in and it doesn't matter what it is, it's habit, mm-hmm. winning's a habit. And I, you know, when it came down to the last. 10 or 15 minutes probably the only time I started thinking right they're going to because they, they've learned how to win them games I think that's down to Jack and he, mm. he does bring this stubbornness as well and like I always whenever I'm asked about Jack he'd be like, oh he'd be rough and ready and raw you know not, not giving him the credit he deserves for it because we mentioned it there like both managers got it tactically right yesterday mm. yeah um, and definitely Donny Kerry I don't think he gets the credit I'm not sure what it's like people's opinion of Jack all over the country. I, I think, you know, I would have been critical of Jack in terms of the whole process at the start and the way he went about, you know, getting, leaving Kildare and then going to Kerry. And, but the, as you said, you call out the results, they speak for themselves. And, and at the end of the day, he has three three medals to his name this year and he, he's won everything that's put in front of him. So, like, that that's what it's about at the end yeah. of the day. That's what Kerry needed, someone just to get over the line now. Um, and get an All Ireland in Clifford's pocket, get an All Ireland to Shawnee O'Shea's pocket, um, and J- Jack O'Shea or Jack O'Connor says, like it's about what you need to get over the line in terms of and listening to you, Darren. It's I t- have a different perspective on because as you say, we don't give him enough credit. We think he's he's rough and ready and he's a pure. Can I just kick the ball and that's it? But there's there's far more to him than yeah, that. Yeah. Far more, and the the fact that Kerry got over the lane when it was put up against them, like that that's what Jack O'Connor's about. Yeah, and even just seeing the scenes after the game, the lads lifting him up, like I did hear from a good few fellas this year that the personal touch, mm-hmm. just chatting, and I remember when I was playing with him, he he could ring you there to go for a coffee. Now you're only talking football, but. He it's it's personal then as well. Like and there is a connection there. And you're, you feel involved even more involved. And he's asking you just discussing football. Because that's what he that's what he's in obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you could see the connection that he had with the players as well out in pitch after and stuff. It was nice to and see the level of detail he goes into. I remember meeting him, whatever, fifteen, sixteen years ago, saying and I was chatting about this during the week, saying that you know he was he was having a chat. We were at the train station or something. Mm. We'd played the same day as yeah. yourselves, and he was on about the level of detail and talking about going on websites, local websites, local radio stations or something, you know, to get, you know, if Eamon McGee's on Donegal FM or whatever it is, he'd be given the local insight, possibly might say something 
and yeah. nugget, you know, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Carl hasn't trained all week, Carl Lacey hasn't trained all week or whatever, and he take all that on board or whatever, local newspapers. I'd say the man's attention to detail is serious, rough and ready as it is, but I'd say he's obsessed by the game and, and by getting any little bit of, 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 of nugget of information or edge, I'd say he, he, he tries to get it. And if that's a paddy tally, he, he doesn't care. Yeah, I think Jack plays a role too, the Yara Yara role, Maria. Yeah, you know? he, fe- he feeds that whole kind of image that we, we see of him now and there's just so much more to him. He's not behind. the worst at that though. No, no, he'd, he'd be... Because a year away, some year away worse. What do you mean, ye? Yara, Yara, Yara. You know, he's not a grass is green merchant. He'll actually, no. he'll speak more honestly, you know. He, you're you know, looking at me as if I'm, like, I'm not like that. You're not the worst, Darren, now. There's a lot uh, bigger culprits down a bit. There is, yeah, yeah, than yeah. Don't that's, that's, that's a different podcast. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned there as well, David Clifford, uh, I think he said after something I dreamed of all my life. Yeah. Um, mm. Probably... Universal home plate. People are delighted to see him win it. Um, it's just interesting. Now, it, like they're at a point now, they've got the first medal. Where do they go? Are they going to be satisfied with one? Like, as I think as Stephen O'Brien was saying after the game, his first year was two thousand fourteen. Himself and Paul Murphy. Mm-hmm. You go into the first year with Kerry, you get to an Ireland final, you win, you win a final. Mm. This is where it's going to be. They have to wait a while then to get another medal. So. They're not easy, and we we talked earlier. I think next year will be the most open championship we've had in a long time. Like Kerry will be there next year, Dublin will be there next year. Galway will learn an awful lot from this year. Mm. Mayo will have a new manager. Tyrone will be looking to kick on. Aim, and you'll probably be taking over the Donegal team. <laughs> I'm already joking. I won't put you under pressure. Don't but Donegal, Donegal have a new manager. Will be looking to kick on. Yeah. Like that's just six Armagh. I mean, as far like I don't, they'll be looking to kick like yeah. you have six or seven teams Derry one of the, like with eight teams and like I just think we're, we're in for what could be a great period mm. like as much as I enjoyed the game I was different from you I was able to savour the thing and you know just the All-Ireland is a great spectacle and walking away from the game I thought you know Donegal can beat them two teams mm. and I think you know that Donegal can beat them Armagh will be thinking the same. Yeah. Derry will be thinking the same. Mayo will be thinking the same. You know, obviously Dublin are still there, and, and you're hundred percent. This going, you know, twenty twenty three is going to be, for me, the most open championship in a long, long time. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and as well as that, like you'll always have Kerry in Dublin because of, you know, finance and yeah. and and the teams that they're producing. But it, but but to your point, Damon, I think everyone will look at Galway this year and go. You know, but same like with we Tyrone can get last there. Year. We can get there, you know, and, yeah. and all you have to do is get there, and you, and you have a chance. You know what I mean? So they'll all be thinking, right? We we'll have a cut. Like don't Armagh be thinking we should we should have bet Galway in the end or whatever it is. So they'll push on. But you're right. It's gonna be it's gonna be hugely open. Galway's. I know you mentioned Galway should be like Galway's biggest day this year is today. Mm. <laughs> do you know? Mm-hmm. Not yesterday. It's today. It's it's when Paul Bellew, the chairman, sits down and says, right, how do we sustain? Because, like. 2001, the Monday after the All-Ireland, we said, Irish, there's 20 more Michael Donlans coming down the track and yeah. John O'Mahony would be around forever and we'd be just competing every year. Never happened. We went away for so long. So how do we get the minors coming through? Because we don't have a b- the bench we should have at the minute. We're, we're playing off a small base and that's not sustainable, you know. And, and for Galway as a football county, there's loads of work to be done. And they won't sit down and say, we got to an All-Ireland final. They should sit down and look in the mirror and say, facilities are shite. We need to, we need to improve the whole thing now and use this, like the homecoming tonight, 
kids will be there with flags. Let's get everyone interested. Let's get the city buzzing about football again and, and feed off this and let's get Comer as our hero, Shane as our hero. You know, you know, just really get that buzz and use it, not just say, every year we got there and we might get there next year and then Mayo might clip us in the first round and we're gone out of the championship early. So Tyrone have done that, Kerry have done that, Dublin have done that, Galway have to compete next year. I wouldn't say we might we mightn't get to a final, we might win the All Ireland, but we just have to be sustainably quarterfinal, semi final every year for, for, for from the for the foreseeable. I was actually yeah. chatting to Down man uh, last night and we were we we're talking about it and that's what happened that you know, they got the All Ireland final in twenty ten mm. and they just assumed us like Yeah. Well what we're doing is right, but it's not right. It doesn't mm. have to, I said this like a few weeks ago, it doesn't have to be a cycle. You know, if you get your structures in place and you get everything right, you know, Galway can be there all the time. If you like Donegal can be all there all they yep. all are there in fairness to them, they they've got it right, they're competing and they're in and about the top table. Kerry the same, Dublin the same. Like for, for teams of the Donegal, the Galways, mm. Armaz, it doesn't have to be the cycle. It, you know, if you get the things in place you can be there every year. Yeah. Yeah, but even talking up you were on about the spectacle of the All Ireland and I just yesterday I suppose this year was my first year really enjoying games mm-hmm. as a sport and I was just watching the parade. Like I don't think there's any that feeling going round for the parade is hair in the back of your neck. So mm-hmm. it's goosebumps goosebumps. And like if you're a player what like a, a former player watching I'd say, Oh jeez, I'd love that feeling again. Mm-hmm. And that was I hadn't felt One like more that. Time. Yeah. And then like even watching Shawnee I was watching him striding out at the front of it. Shawnee's twenty three. Mm. I was captain the same. Like you're only a pup. I was only yes. a pup, but he just looks like himself and Dave. They just look so much older, more in control yeah, of everything. Sure. I just watched him. He had the chest out, and he was just powering on. And coming up then to make the speech, it was just uh, look. You know, you like you said, you're watching, and you're going, Donegal can beat them. Mm-hmm. You'd hope that the other players around going. I want that. I want to be that guy, do you know, because, mm. and it is out there for teams once you get, get it going, but like, just on Shawnee there, like, and he didn't have his best game yesterday. He was kept quiet. He was really well marked. All we got the matchups yeah, right there. Yeah, Silky was good, yeah. But a good sign of him was, like, and it wasn't going right. He kept showing, kept running, kept working, and you'd always say to a fella, like, if, if you're going bad, you'll work your way into the game. If you keep, you'll tackle yeah. it. And in fairness, he has that attitude. I don't think it has to be told to him mm. that right, we know he can kick great scores and the freeze and do, do all the nice stuff. Thought yesterday was just a game where he mightn't get much credit for it. I think he had three frees or whatever and they were fairly tap over. But it was just his willingness to work. Willingness to be available. I think that's one of the biggest, you know, positives for Sean. Obviously, he's a brilliant player. As you said, he kicks frees and all that. But his maturity... Like he's 23 and the way he carries himself and the way he's, he's a leader at 23, a real leader. Like a lot of them older lads look up to him or for, I perceive them to be looking up to him. And, you know, at, at 23, we could do a podcast here and what I was doing at 23. Yeah. And, you know, how immature I was. and But for him to be doing that and for him, to, it, it's just such a sign that for, I think it's one of his biggest characteristics that he is such that leader. Mm. Even the speech, like, because... Like there's, for me, there's not more nerve wracking than public speaking, and I remember that the nerves doing the speech. But I just thought he spoke really well yeah. and just nice and calm, mm-hmm. and there was no major fucking bubbliness. He was just cool and calm. Aurora, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah, no, he's 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 like he's the moment of the year that free 
probably is, you know, um, like it, people will go back to that people, defining moment, you know. People will, and Kerry, people are going to compare it with Morris Fitz's uh, free against Dublin. Mm, yeah. I actually met Morris last night. Oh, I didn't tell him, but I had actually read Shawnee's above it. Oh, yeah. Like, the, just thought it was. Yeah, it was serious. And and for what it was as well, you know, for Kerry, you know, get over Dublin or whatever it is and pressure and into the wind and into the hill 16. It yeah. was just. You, let, you let Morris buy you a drink first before he. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say it to Morris, no, in fairness. But um, no, look, I think all in all, it was a good championship. Um, obviously Kerry Point View is great to finish on a high and I do think for the last couple of years they've been tipped to win it and these lads like I think there's 17 or 18 of them that were part of the 3 and 4 and 5 yeah. minor like so mm-hmm. they, they've waited a bit of time and I, I suppose like they thought it would happen a lot quicker and they had suffered a couple of setbacks along the way so it was a big one for them but I think all in all the championship has been good it's thrown up a lot of excitement a lot of surprises and like we said about next year, that it's just going to be so many more teams in the mix next year and so many more teams that are finishing up the year going, there's no reason we can't beat mm. Galway next year. There's no reason we can't beat Kerry. So we're nearly there. We're nearly there, I think. The Talton Cup, a few tweaks, that was excellent. Uh, we're nearly there. The Provincial is obviously still the elephant in the room. I think mm. the lull after the league. It was great that the you, you made the point about Kerry winning all four medals or whatever it was. Clifford was player of the league man of the match in the league final you know he was player of the championship man of the match in the you know in in, in the All-Ireland final like just it, that'll inspire the top players to you know be playing at the peak of their powers in the league as well and we'll have better league matches because you know that shows that this guy is the best player in the country simple as that but he goes out on a pissy wet March day and mm-hmm. he's getting killed but he's still delivering which you know you, you know it's, it's easy for the top players to say you know I might sit this league match out because the hammer is tired or whatever mm. he went out and he was getting battered around the place so that'll inspire Shane to be doing it and Reno O'Neill to be doing it you know in March and April but look the, the, the provincials have to be changed or something has to be done because we are getting great games at the latter end of the championship but we just need them a bit earlier I, th- I think you know it has been listen there's been bad games and I think it's there's such a difference between the hurling coverage and the football coverage because one bad game in the football championship and we're all saying, oh, football's mm. dead. Yeah. And we're so, you know, reached so much into it. But, you know, we've we've had the Armagh game, Armagh-Galway game. We've had the Kerry-Dublin game. We had a good final. I thought it was a brilliant mm. final. Mm. Um, so, I don't know, are football fans spoiled or entitled that they think every game should be a shootout and every game should be, you know, a ding-dong affair now? Um, but overall, I thought this year's championship was was unbelievable. It was a great spectacle. It was a good advertisement. Now, the split season does need work in terms of the whole club side of it. Mm. You know, up in Donegal, now we would have played a lot of our league games without the county players. I don't think that... I think a split season should be... A split season. You county players go with their club and, you know, you have that maybe a month overlap, maybe. But, you know, we're as you say, we're going in the right direction here. Yeah, like even the split season, um, I don't think there's any right answer to it. Like it don't every county is different. Like we've all the league done in Kerry now, played it without the county boys. Now a few of them played. Same and go, yeah. Jack mm-hmm. played a few, left a few of them play when they needed games, and that, mm. that's what it was used for. Go back to your club, get sixty minutes into you. We're going into club championship. It was supposed to be this weekend coming, but they've put it back a week, obviously, for the boys. But I, I always found that when you go back. Especially like let's say the boys have won the All Ireland. Normally you get your pinnacle 
and you go, ooh, breathe yeah. now, relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to go, well, they won't be breathing for a while. They'll be buzzing around the place for the next few nights. But it's very tough on the county player now. So he's got to the pinnacle of where he wants to get. Yeah. There's obviously going to be a lull. You're going to come down. And a week later, the club are like going, oh, Finian, need you back now. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And it's, I think it's three weeks in a row of championship games. And they'll all be tough games. Like, So we're coming into August and it's just going to be matches, matches, matches. So like people forget as well that all the county boys are club players. So they are going, especially let's say Kerry Galway, they both got to All-Ireland. They're going straight through for for the full year. Yeah, yeah, and it's something I struggled with as a county player to come back in because I needed about a month just to yeah. have the wee lull and, and normally you're just straight into championship. Mm. But when I finished with the county, I was like, I only started playing consistently good for the club this last you know, three, four years when I was away for it because you're straight in a club championship, you're just, mm, and it is tough. It is tough Mentally for the county physically, yeah. I, just, I, I, I always found that you're so invested in the county game. Not that you're not invested in the mm-hmm. club, but the county game is so, it's on a different level. Obviously, it's like a different sport. And when you get to that point where you either get your goal or you lose and you're out and you're deflated, it's very hard to get back up. And I was doing a piece for the Kerry's Eye today and I did say that I wouldn't be surprised to see a few of these boys struggle through the club and county championship yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. it's very hard the and obviously the expectation is going to be on all of them the worst situation you can be in is if you're number 26 togging sub don't play all year but you're in that setup all year and like it's great obviously getting to an all Ireland final then you come back and you have to do all the club stuff so you haven't kicked a ball mm-hmm. yeah. you know for your club or your county but you're there you're part of the panel that's you know the 25s and 26 that don't get in you know we had a couple of them there yesterday with our club you know that they, so they didn't two of them didn't talk you know Cahill didn't get a whole lot, pile of minutes either but you know they have to come back now and they're probably tired maybe a little bit pissed off that they haven't got more game time and now they're coming back kind of to the club you know what's their attitude going to be like and things like that so obviously you would think they'll come back and say right I, I need to be the best club player in the in the county to mm. move up the ladder next year but uh, it's tough it's a long season it's a long season for, for, for those boys but that's, look that's success you want to play at the top level we all have to do it I suppose to, to play a county and have the two week holiday in, in November and back at it again Jeez, two weeks holiday would be fine thing. but I suppose the next debate that'll be going on will be the All-Stars I only saw a brief look at it now the Sunday game team I thought it was a strange team um, no Tom Sullivan I know he'd well beaten in mm. the final but I thought he was would have been in the consideration for player of the year the way he was going um, no John Daly yeah that's James McCarthy, who we will all agree is Rolls Royce and one of the greatest ever, mm-hmm. he would put in a wing back. I I find the All Stars we we this debate again, you know, when mm. the the All Ireland final weekend is a great time for having these GA yeah. debates, and one of the debates was the All Star thing, and I just think a lot of the All Stars is about token gestures, like James McCarthy. No one's disputing James McCarthy; he's going down as one of the best players of all time, but. I, I don't see the logic in putting him in because he was injured a lot of the yeah, year. Yeah. He had a brilliant game against Kerry, but but he had a brilliant finish to the game. I actually thought he came into it when Stephen O'Brien went off. Do you know, it was the end. Let's say the second half. Mm. Yeah, Do you know, and and like Thomas Sullivan, for me, is an all star. Hmm. Now, are we defining the final? Like how you play in the final? Is that is that your whole season? Like I don't see how he can go from being and they're running for possibly player of the year to not being an all-star. And I just think 
the All-Stars are nice, and of course I'm going to say that because I, I don't have one. And I, can, yeah. I can be dismissive of them. Uh, but they're they're nice, but they're they're token gestures. Mm. I, I I feel um, and I think, you know, there's there's people on them on the selection committee that'll make a good argument, and you know, they'll make a strong case for selecting. So I remember Cluxton and Claire. Clark. There was a yeah. big debate. Cluxton was in the play running for player of the year. And, you Clark know, got the All Star. Yeah, Clark Clark got the All Star. Um, and you know, there's people that are on the selection committee that. They make a strong case for it, and they're, they're just good. But for me, it's just token gesture. Well, Liam Silk wasn't in anyone any conversation for, uh, up to yesterday, and he was in the team of the year last mm. night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and Tom Sullivan was in every conversation for player of the year, and he yeah. wasn't in the team of the year last night. So obviously, the final has a big bearing on all this. John Daly should be in, should should be there. Uh, Killy McDade and Shane are, are two certs, and then you know I think Galway will get probably two more. Um, Kerry will get six or seven and then you'll have your Reno O'Neills and your Kieran Kilkenny you know you know Kieran Kilkenny probably deserves an All-Star yeah. he's, he, every game he plays you know he plays every minute of every game and he's brilliant in most of those minutes so you know he dictates the game comes up, comes up with scores if you're looking for a guy to be a consistent player all year then that's the type of player you'll put into the All-Stars but I don't think Thomas Sullivan's performance yesterday should keep him off the team no way no yeah. I don't think so either and even it happened to Stephen O'Brien in 2019. I've talked about it a few times. He was in for player, player of the year, year and, and then he had a quiet final yeah, replay, yeah. and then he missed out in the All-Star. So he went from being one of the top three players in the country to not in the top fifteen. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous that yeah. that there, and, and, and that just sums it up. Basically. But sometimes you get knocked out in the quarter-final or semi-final, and you're nailed on because you've no other game to mm-hmm. underperforming or whatever. Like, but it, look, like you said, it, it can be. Look, the main thing is Sam McGuire winning it, and these are. They're little gestures. They're nice for the to CV. Have. Yeah, they're nice and to have. All Ireland weekends that you know I was in the company of a few greats there uh, last night, and it would be nice to be able to say like, I have an All Star too now. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it's all yeah, about. Yeah, is for the Jesus, for the CV. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, but and the other one then will be Player of the Year. David Clifford McDade, I think, is in the running, and then there's probably a handful of other fellas who are just. I thought Shane Walsh was man of the match yesterday. Oh, he was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he was. And I know, he, I know that's just the way it is or whatever, but if, we, if we're all Doesn't sitting down it. and we're all being honest with ourselves, I think oh, no. he's... And I don't think there's, talk, there's reason to be having a debate about player of the year. You know, you have to have three nominees or whatever, yeah. so pick whoever you want. Yeah. Just pick, you know, the player of the year is the player of the year. That's For, for me, Clifford. It's David Clifford by yeah. a country yeah. mile. Um, so look, you know, you have to kind of do things for certain. Like the Kerry player had to get man of the match yesterday, mm-hmm. um, because probably the hotel and yeah. <laughs> set up and all that sort of crack. But look, David Clifford has been unbelievable. Go back to the league, even. But like he was you said, the there, league, like. like sometimes, like we have player of the year, we have an all star team, but it's not based on the year. It's based on three, four games. A lot of things. But like you said, David played. I think he played every league game. Yeah. He missed one of the championship games early months championship, but uh, he's consistently performed for the majority of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look at other sports as well, like basketball. Like Steph Curry does a day. He's player, you know, MVP because all season, like mm. he's hitting it out yeah. of the park. You know, Tom Brady, for instance, or whatever it is, he's doing a game after game after game. Even the games you you forget the first one or two. Like you go back to early doors for in the league for for Kerry and David Clifford is there just, you know. 
shine outshine everyone, which is great because we need our best players out there all the time to make this product that the Gaelic I, I, games could be brilliant. I stand to be corrected here now, but I think the last time that we took league for league form it was twenty fourteen. Mark Lynch got nominated for an All-Star based on his league campaign. Mm. Um, he had an unbelievable league campaign. Derry didn't really get going in the championship, but he was nominated for an All-Star, raised a few eyebrows now. But, you know, it, it made sense because, as you say, it's, we're basing an All-Star should be on your season. Mm. You know, are you the best, one of the best 15 players throughout the season, not this championship? For me, that's what an All-Star should be. Big time, yeah. And it should be easier to do it now that the season is condensed. Before, you'd say, oh, he had a good league, but geez, we can't remember yeah. the league. You know, so far yeah, away. Yeah, and yeah. But games are fresher in our mind now as well. So you're like that. There's always going to be debate, and it's always one to... There's always going to be somebody disappointed and somebody who should get one and doesn't get one. And like you said, Eamon, a couple of token gestures and fitting fellas into different positions. So like we're on about Clark and Cluxon. I remember playing Cluxon cornerback one year. <laughs> You know, so. Colm Cavan I got one he played midfield but he played as a sweeper and mm. he got named as full back I think it yeah. was 20, 2018 2017 yeah and um, you know that's kind of it was a sound argument good logic to it but he's, he's not a full back like. yeah I, I think it's just things like that kind of dilute the dilute the kind of thing about it so it's kind of like that, but it, look, it is nice for the players. It'd be a nice day out and stuff. But look, to be on Linda, I don't, I don't think too many of the Kerry lads this morning would be worried if they're going to get an all star or not. At the, at the at the end of the day, and this is as it says, it's good for the CV. It's good to get the all star, and you know, good for the ego and yeah. and all this. But like when I look back to my time, did Michael Murphy, did Rory Cavanaugh believe I was the best cornerback, and they did, and and that's more important to me yeah. than than any, mm. you know. Neil's three all stars in the mantelpiece, <laughs> for the fact that the boys were able to look at me and say that's the he's the man for the job, and that mm. that for me is more reassuring than the mm. the three all stars. Yeah, no, hundred percent, and probably a good way to finish up today's show. So that's all we have time for. Um, big thanks to my two guests, Eamon and Finian, and join us next week where we'll be having a review of this season, talking about the highs, the lows, the winners, and the losers. See you next week. You're listening to the GAA Hour with Darren O'Sullivan on Sports Joe. The final whistle is all over. Jim Gowan, Jason Sherlock embrace. Dublin are the history makers. Today, Sean Kavanagh, who is a brilliant footballer, but I tell you what, you can forget about Sean Kavanagh as far as he's a man. O'Sullivan, oh, that was absolutely brilliant. What about that for skill from Darren O'Sullivan? Give him a call. It's high, it's over. Will he ever get a more vital one than that? The transition talk, I think Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what do you think it at?